Welcome to As Time Goes By. Our guest today is uh, Trey Eder. Trey, glad to have you. Thank you. Glad to be here. Uh, I've been looking forward to having you. And uh, Trey is, uh, if you use his title, I'm going to go by that because that's official, is the elementary physical education director or teacher Correct. at uh, our Eads schools. But you do a lot more than that. And I want to talk to you about all of those things you do. So when you teach elementary PE, uh, is this done in the gym over there? What what happens here? Yes, so we have uh, what we call our elementary gym, um, and it's basically um, just just a building between the two buildings, uh, the high school and the and the elementary, and that's where I do the K through five PE. And so I don't remember when I was in school having physical education. In elementary school, is that new? Uh, no, it's not new. Um, actually, I think there's a lot of schools that have been fading it out um, yeah. recently with uh, budget cuts that have come down in the previous years and stuff. But uh, for us, we we still have it, and uh, we, we actually get PE every time. And the ones that are fading it out, they might only get PE uh, a couple times a week. But you have it now. Uh, we have it right now, and our kids, every kid gets PE every day. Every day. Yep. I think it's terrific, yep. really. Yep. It, it, doesn't that get them ready for the rest of what's coming up? Uh, yes, and, and I think, you know, exercise has been tied to uh, a, a better grades as well um, and activities. So um, we, we give them, they get 30 minutes of PE every day. And and uh, as far as our school goes, our testing and results and stuff have been very good. So um, I, I don't know if that's an exact correlation or not, but um, um, it's been good for our kids. It's not. At least you found out it's not bad for the kids. That's exactly right. Yeah. So, yes. So if if you can do it, how many kids do you have doing that? Uh, we probably average right now about uh, twelve to fifteen kids a class, um, and in each class, kindergarten through fifth grade, um, and I, I take each class individually, um, and, and they all get thirty minutes a day. Okay. So how many classes? Uh, kindergarten through fifth. So it's at six classes. Six classes, thirty minutes a day. Yep. Yep. You, you see a lot of sweating over there. We, we do. We do, yeah. But we have a lot of fun doing it. I bet you do. I, I could see if you're doing it, it would be fun. It, well, I, I hope I hope that's what all the kids think, too. And you want it to be that uh, way. So, yeah. You want it yep. to be that. But then you get involved a bit further than that in physical things that go on as a part of the school. And uh, I'd like to talk to you about that. I, I have not had a chance so far to get into or to observe too many of the sports activities uh but i want to i want to see football i want yep. to see uh the uh other sports that you may be involved in uh when do you start the football and how long does it go what, what happens yeah so our football season usually we start um the beginning of of august um sometime in that first week or two with practices and our first games usually towards the end of august um here and then we play for you know, depending on the year, uh, the schedule changes uh, from year to year, it seems like, but usually nine to ten games, so uh, that's one a week, so about nine to ten weeks of football before playoffs of the regular season, and then uh, we work into the playoffs. And how so, many schools do you play against? Uh, and so for us, it's weird because we are six-man football, and not a lot of people are familiar with six-man football. Um, in the state of Colorado, I believe there's 36 or somewhere around that number uh, of six-man footballs and that obviously depends every year because your schools aren't very big and sometimes they don't have enough to play but 
uh, but usually around 36 schools. Oh, yeah. So you play against most of those? Uh, you know, in my career of being here, and I've been here for 13 years, uh, come back and, and coaching, uh, we've probably, we haven't played all 36 in the 13 years, but we've came pretty close, I, I would say. Okay. Uh, for typical, we have um, we got eight, eight teams, I believe, that are in our league that we play every year, and then uh, two to three teams from outside that we can schedule uh, every year. And then you have a playoff. And then we have playoffs, yes. Yes. Uh, so in six-man football, uh, I, I'm not familiar with it except to know that it exists. Yep. Uh, how do you How do you lay out a plan for six-man? How, how many X's and O's are there? <laughs> yeah. So what I would say about six-man football is uh, it's very entertaining because there's a lot of points scored. You know, yeah. it's, it's not um, uncommon to have a uh, both teams to score fifty points at least in a game. Wow! Uh, so, so it do, is entertaining um, as far as points scored and up and down the field. Uh, but typically, I mean, I just kind of say it's it's tackling and blocking and and all that, just like everything else, just less guys on the field. I, I can't help myself. It's like the theme that I have for high, my college football team. Well, that's okay. We don't have to go there. <laughs> but <laughs> all those points, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. is, that's fantastic. So um, you have a quarterback? Yep. So for us, typically we have a quarterback center, uh, two running backs, and then what we would call, we call them ends, the, more the guard position next to the center, but um, um, that's kind of how we line up. But the, the awkward part is, is your quarterback cannot run past the line of scrimmage. Oh. Um, but everyone's eligible to catch a pass so you can actually throw a pass to the center okay so he, okay so he can back up he can back up out of the pocket he can yes. go anywhere back there yes and give it a toss to anyone up to, there to anyone yes anyone. Yep. so you don't have any tackles and uh guards here nope. on the line there's nope. no line nope nope everyone can leave <laughs> yep as soon as the ball snapped everyone can leave okay so they're not going to try to Okay, that's on offense. What about defense? Is there a line then? Well, you can, I mean, we typically do run a line on offense. Our two ends, we will bring in and play them okay. as guards. Oh, okay. Um, it is, is a lot of how we do it, um, especially a lot of teams in Colorado. But then defensively, we, we usually run uh, three guys on the line, um, okay. a, a nose guard and two ends, and then the rest are basically linebackers. I'm I'm, look, I'm anxious to see this. Yeah, it's entertaining. Um, it's definitely uh, a speed game. Speed speed helps. <laughs> You've got a lot of field to cover with not very many guys. That's, and it is a regular field. Field is it? No, it is smaller. So it's only oh, eighty it? yards long and forty yards wide instead of the typical hundred by fifty. Okay, well I would help yeah. some, but yes. still, you're saying it's <clears throat> there's a lot of Speed. There's, yep, yep, tons of speed. So you do football, but there are other things you do. Talk about those. Uh, yep, so I've coached girls basketball as well here. Um, and for football, I've really only been the head coach for six years, but I've been the assistant coach for 13 um, the other years oh. that I haven't been the head coach. Um, and girls basketball, I've been the head coach for 12 years. 
um, here at Eads. And then I've also done track. I mean, typically the throwing coach for the track team this year, I'm not going to be. But um, in the past, I've been the, the throwing uh, field events coach for for the track team. So Explain that. What is a throwing? So the shot put in discus oh. um, in track is what we've done. Um, in Colorado, we do not have javelin or any of those sports for field events. We just have the shot put in the discus, and I've been uh, the coach for that for uh, 13 years. They have the jumping. Uh, yep. So we do every other event. Um, you know, long jump, triple jump, high jump, all the runnings. All the you run. know, up to the two mile um, and everything like that. So yeah. I know you can't tell it by looking at it right now, but running was my thing. Y yeah. That was that's what I did. Yeah. Was uh, in track. Mostly yep. In track. Yep. Yeah. And uh, I, I like that. But now, I don't think I could get 10 yards. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I think I'm the same way. I just prefer not to run. <laughs> but we, we had that. We had handoff. What, what was that called? Uh, the relay. Relay. Yeah. Yeah, we did some of those things, too. We did pretty good for a little. We were a small school, too. Yeah. Not as small, but yep. small enough, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. So in doing the things you do in terms of uh, working with kids, What's the best part of that? Well, I, you know, the best part's the kids. You, you know, um, seeing them succeed yeah. and enjoying it and improve in what they're doing, um, it, that, that's just the best. And, and, you know, like you said uh, earlier, just see them have fun yeah. and enjoy it. Um, so when you, have, uh, when you have one of those terrible losses on the field, Yep. And, and somebody on the team is taking the taking it personally. Yeah. Let's say the quarterback, maybe. Yeah. Or <clears throat> some other player saying, blew it somewhere. What do you do with that? Oh, well, we just tell them we got to learn from it. You, but you, you know, teach them that. Y yeah. Yep, yeah. they got to learn from it. And, uh, you, you know, everything in life is, isn't all grand. Yeah. You know, you're, you're going to lose at some part of life, too. So you've got to figure out how to overcome those obstacles. And uh, that's what we try to teach them. You know, we sit down and watch our films and things like that and learn from the mistakes we made and then try to fix it so we can be better going forward. That's a good point. And then also, uh, how do you keep a guy from taking it personally? That's what I'm concerned about. I would, I would be yeah. concerned as a coach. Yeah. How am I going to get this guy off of this uh, self-pity thing, you know? Yeah, um, and sometimes it just depends on the person on, on how they take those things, too. Um, some people take losses more personally than others. Um, it's just a matter of consoling them. And, you know, it's a team game. It's not a one-person deal. Um, it's on everybody, not and not just the players. It's on the coaches that are there, too. And I'm thinking, what about those who don't know how to win, but, it, who, but who take winning yeah. Personally. Like, I do yeah. this. You know, how, yeah. do you, how do you spread that out with you? Yeah. Team? Well, you know, you've, you've, you've got to win with grace and lose with grace. <laughs> you know, um, it's, right. it's, uh, it, it's one of those things. It, it, and like I said, you have to learn to lose and you have to learn to win, you know, um, or learn to be a loser and learn to be a winner, a good winner and a good loser um, along the way and not boast on the winning because at some point it's going to come back around and you're not going to win all the time. Yeah, I, I remember our coaches, uh, and I really can't remember that far back. I just wasn't <laughs> sure. Um, they, were, they pushed the idea that uh, they want you to improve Yeah. as, as a team player. 
uh, and by improving, learning how to succeed. Yeah. Uh, and so, if you're working at that angle, then winning almost is a natural thing. Yes. Because you're giving it the best you can, right? Yes. Yes. And that and that's exactly right. I mean, it's not. And we've lost some games where, you know, I. Losing is never fun. You always have more fun when you're winning, you know. But but we've lost some games along the way that I, you know, I've said I I feel like maybe we've played our best game, and still didn't win, you know. So we have to find the good in that. That, um, you know, we have improved that maybe we just weren't good enough that day, but it was actually as a team our best performance. A few weeks ago, I was in Pittsburgh, and uh, my daughter and son-in-law took me to a Pittsburgh Pirate baseball game. And uh, that was a lot of fun. But they were not feeling too good for about three or four innings. <laughs> and suddenly, they started to pop. And they won mm -hmm. the game. Seven to one baseball. Yeah. Uh, sometimes that happens, doesn't it? Your, your team goes along... You, and you're struggling as a coach. Where, yeah. do, where do we find the answer here? Yep. And you find it, and they get it. E yes. And, and that's always, those are the, the, the great moments that make everybody feel good, too. Yep. You know, uh, when you're going along. And it's not always game by game. It's sometimes season by season that you're struggling, and then all of a sudden you find it at the end of the season. Oh, You yeah. know, not just during the course of a game either. Um, so definitely, you know, sports have definitely have their peaks and valleys within every game and every season. So um, it's a matter of how you deal with that along the way that, that makes you better on the other end of it. I, that's what our coaches taught. I remember that. But I also, there's a feeling that if you win a lot, that you've got to always win. <clears throat> and when you don't win... Suddenly, that can be devastating. Yes, and I don't know how it works so much with kids, but I know with pros and and uh, college guys, uh, it's it's a pretty tough thing. You have finally lost one, you know. Then you it, then you start letting going downhill. Yes, it, it's the same with kids. Um, they, I mean, they are the ups and downs and roll with the punches type of people, but at the same point it becomes devastating if they do lose and then mm -hmm. all of a sudden it becomes a losing streak and and everything like that. But, uh, you know, it's also the other way. If you're losing a lot and all of a sudden you get a win, you turn that into a winning streak. Yeah, um, right. And it's, yeah, I don't it, know, it's it, not it, an easy job, it's but it's rewarding. Yeah. 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 I want to know a little bit about uh, Trey Eater, too. Uh, you've been here in this town of ours how long so i i grew up here i was born and raised here oh, wow. um uh, my family was a uh, farm and ranch here and uh Good i know i went to school here high school here and played all the sports uh -huh. um growing up i did basketball football baseball and track uh, clear through um school yeah. and then i went to to college uh, moved away Where'd went to college went to csu in fort collins yeah I uh, did that. I did track there. Um, I, I did throwing the shot, putting the discus and the hammer when I went to track. 
Then after graduation, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Um, I always just wanted to be involved in, in sports. That was kind of my deal with sports. And the opportunity came to be able to move back and and teach kids and be coaching. So I moved back and still here now doing the same thing. Yeah, loving it. Yep, yep. I can see that. I, I like the small town, like small town communities and fields. And I think it's good to raise your kids in a small town and, and things like that. They get a lot of opportunities. I agree. You know, there's not yeah. not a lot of things to do out here, but um, the the opportunities that we do get um, are very good, and it's very um, community based things that go on. I notice the kids, uh, the ones I know, seem to be uh, comfortable with each other. Yeah, you know, and and seem to enjoy. Yeah each other and tease each other and all the yep. rest of it yeah yeah everybody knows everybody you can't get away with anything that's right <laughs> you know <laughs> that's that's true it, of yeah. adults uh, yes right on up yeah it, it, none of that. yeah it, yep. right. um a, a lot of times the kids parents will know what went on before they get home <laughs> you know so <laughs> it's not always fun as a kid but uh yeah, i think when they grow up and realize that uh, the opportunities that they've had and that what the communities have given to them um, it's a big thing it is and you have family here yes um, i know some of it i know that your wife is a nurse and from what i gather a very good one uh, yep. here, at the, yep. here at our hospital yep uh, and that's uh, that's a blessing to you as well. Yes, yes. Um, like I said, she, and, and she grew up here. Yeah, she was born and raised here um, as well. So um, it, that's that part's really been an easy transition. Um, it's not easy to transition from a a big town or city to a small town living. Um, but she grew up here and lived here, so that everything's been easy. And, and our family's been here. Two little kids. Uh, that are three and four, and then a preteen that's twelve. Uh, so we've we've I got a uh, lot going on. <laughs> I know that young man. His name is Gabe. The, yep, yep, that's and, Gabe. And what what fun he is! He, yes, very high energetic. Uh, likes to be involved in anything and social, and and uh, yep, very keeps us busy. With people, well, adults, you know. Yes, I, I noticed that. Yep, very yep. respectful. Yep, I'm trying to say. Yep, that's good. Well, Trey. Trey Eater has been with me today, and uh, this is as time goes by. And thank you for watching or listening to this uh, this podcast today. That'll do it for today. Thank you, Trey. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Glad to have you. Thank you.